Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths. Today, I'm really excited. We're going to focus on setting physical boundaries, understanding physical boundaries, and all the good stuff. And so within this, we're going to not only cover just our physical bodies, but physical boundaries in the sense of proximity, (laughs) like physically, you know, with other people, health, appearance, and sex life, home space, your workspace or your environment, as well as material items. Okay. So this is really, really big for me. Physical boundaries are really important. All boundaries are really important, but I wanted to start off with the physical one because I think that sometimes they get lost in translation or we're not always aware of what's going on. Now, in this episode, not only will I give examples of those physical boundaries that need protecting, but also setting those boundaries in different scenarios. So your work environment, dating, family and friends, and strangers. What to say? How do you express your boundaries in those scenarios and examples of violations? When you understand or hear violations, it can remind you, ooh, okay, that was a boundary that was crossed. Rather, you crossed a boundary or someone else crossed a boundary. I find it so helpful because there are times when you may meet people that violate a boundary, but they're so emotionally manipulative that they try to trick you into believing they didn't violate your boundary or they try to make you feel a certain type of way. So really important to be aware of those violations. And also some tips on not just what to say, but how to commit to those boundaries. All right, awesome. So let's go over some examples of physical boundaries. So one is health. Now this is going to be your needs. So your health needs, your physical needs, your diet, exercise, sleep, your lifestyle choices, as far as like diet or you know what type of workout or exercises you do if you have any allergies things like that those are going to be related to health and those things need to be protected your appearance so this could be clothing your hair your skin just your overall appearance and how you represent yourself closeness or intimacy. So this could be proximity or affection. Now this one can be a little bit tricky because everybody's different. Maybe someone is more affectionate than others. Maybe people like to be close. And I know right now with the climate we're in of the pandemic that we're trying to create a further distance between each other so that we're not being contagious or whatnot. So that's a big one, you know, especially now, like people don't want someone really close to them because of this virus. And for some people, it's really uncomfortable. For some people, it's not. Some people are like, I already didn't want people near me anyway. So this feels great. <laughs> but that's really important. 
to recognize your sex life. So, you know, how soon, types of experiences, who has access to you sexually, all that good stuff. Um, protection, you're protecting your body and your sex life, all that good stuff. Your home space, how it's organized, letting guests in, cleanliness, activity, things you do in your home space, security, all that good stuff that needs to be protected in the home. Your work environment, this can be actually your job or the place that you go your work or this can honestly be your workspace if you're an entrepreneur or a content creator or anything like that how do you protect your workspace how are you keeping it organized do you let other people in are people allowed in your workspace who is allowed in your workspace are you protecting that workspace with certain types of activity right so keeping in mind the energy if we say that this is our workspace, this is the place we're going to you know, do our work, are you staying true to that? Or are you like watching movies in your workspace? Are you doing other things that have nothing to do with work that start to bring down the value of what the workspace provides for you? And same thing for a home in a, in a sense. The other thing that needs protecting are going to be your material items. So things that you really value, things that you care about, things that are important to you that you use, things that help you, things that are, it's just yours. Honestly, I feel like if it's something that you bought or something that was given to you, that it's important, you know, but you can determine if there's more valuable items over another. Does it have sentimental value? All of these things that needs to be protected. Okay. There's lots of things in the physical area of our lives that needs protecting. And I want you to just take a step back and ask yourself, how well have you been setting boundaries around your physical energy, around your health, your appearance, your closeness with different people, sex life, home space, workspace, items? How are you doing in that? Scale from one to 10, rank yourself. So yeah, when I realized that I was like, oh, oh yeah. And it made sense. It helped me to really understand, most importantly, that when I feel like one of those things are not being respected or handled with care from another person, I get frustrated or I get upset or I get you know, irritated or agitated. Sometimes I get angry depending on the level of, you know, disrespect something had received that was important to me. And so it is helpful to understand that because it's like, oh, wow, that's why. We're going to start feeling angry if a boundary has been violated, if someone doesn't treat our boundaries with respect. And it's important for you to remember that because if you don't, People can manipulate you into thinking that you shouldn't feel upset or you shouldn't have felt that angry or you shouldn't have felt that agitated. Maybe we could have done a better job of setting better boundaries. However, if you feel agitated or angry or upset, it is valid. It is valid. 
Okay. So let's talk about setting boundaries in these scenarios in the workplace. When it comes to your physical boundaries in the workplace. Now, when it comes to your health, I find that many of us can put health in a lower priority in regards to work. A lot of times we may overwork, we may lose sleep for our work, we may skip a meal for work, we may just get so focused on work that we forget to take care of our health. And it's important that we continue to protect our physical health even in the work place in the work environment. So this means prioritizing. Now I understand that work is very valuable because a lot of times it should be, it's providing you with the monetary resources to take care of yourself. But if you don't have your health, you can't work in your optimal performance. So we have to make sure that if you're feeling burned out, if you're feeling overworked, if you're feeling exhausted, it's important for you to communicate that. Now, if a job or work is not acknowledging and respecting your physical boundaries, then that is up to you to decide if you want to continue to work in that environment because they have to respect your physical health boundaries. You can go work somewhere else or you can choose something else to do. You know, I think right now is a perfect example of people really standing their ground. We are seeing so many people quit their jobs now because maybe they've been pushed too hard with the demands, with the pandemic, vaccine, no vaccine. Um, You know, people feel like they're at risk. They're overwhelmed. They're burned out. They feel like, you know, it's just dangerous to do the jobs that they're doing. And so many employers are not respecting their physical needs. And this is why people are quitting. They're being pushed into maybe creating their own living or revenue. They want to work you and work you and work you. And, you know, it doesn't really balance out sometimes. So that's that indicator for you to see other options. Maybe learn a new skill or go on to a different profession or whatever the case may be. Just you can figure that out on your own. But know that that needs to be prioritized. If, let's say, you have a pretty, you know, understanding employer. Okay, cool. But let's say you partied the night before or maybe you stayed up late. I mean, who's partying these days, right? If you are, like, please contact me so I can join you. But let's say that you stayed up all night. (sighs) Now you're going to bed. It's 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. You got to get up at 6 a.m. and you're exhausted. Okay, that's a little bit different. You have to make sure that you are prioritizing your sleep when it comes to work. So... All of that is subjective. Now let's talk about appearance in the workplace. Are you taking the time to present yourself in the workplace in the way that you want to be presented when your appearance, whether it's at work or it's in your profession? 
Do you have the time to be able to dedicate towards taking care of your physical appearance? If not, then you're going to need to prioritize that, protect that, okay? Maybe figure out a different way to maintain your appearance so that it can last a little bit longer if you need to. Prepare your clothing ahead of time. Do whatever is necessary so that you can maintain that. Because if you don't, what happens is that it opens us up to not being taken as seriously. I know, I hear you. It's not all about looks. A lot of it is though. We have to be honest with ourselves. When you express that you take care of yourself and you're showing that you take pride in your appearance, people respect you. And that alone expresses a boundary. Now, what about closeness and also sexual energy in the workplace? Sometimes people might be too close to you, you know? So you have to know, ooh, what's too close, what's not too close for the workplace. And if you feel any sense of harassment from any individual in the workplace, then that's when you take the necessary steps with your human resources. If the issue is in human resources, you have to find another avenue of reporting, you know, whatever the case may be, or leave that place of business because that's violating your boundaries. In the workspace, do you feel like you have a space where you can really focus on your work? Does your type of job call for that? You can focus on, you know, what you're doing. Some jobs aren't like that. Some jobs are very much out in the field, you know, labor intensive. It's not a workplace where you just kind of focus. So that is all subjective. It's really up to you on how you want to apply that. But it's still important to not mix up too much personal in the workplace. Okay, cool. Now let's focus this energy towards dating. Now the biggest things that stand out with dating are going to be closeness, sex life, just those physical boundaries. And I'll give you an example of this in a little bit. It's a a very interesting story. When it comes to dating, I find that if you openly express yourself of what you like, what you don't like, what your preferences are, what you're okay with, what you're not okay with in a natural conversational way. It just really helps a person to know because guess what? When it comes to dating, this is what I've learned for like at least a couple months. I'll just be honest with you. At least a couple of months. The other person's they're going to relate to you the way they've been relating to everyone else. Just keep it honest. It's going to take time for them to learn who you are. So they're going to be on like autopilot in the way that they relate to you. It's like however they treated the last person, that's how they're going to treat you. Unless you express those boundaries. That's the only thing that's going to teach them something different. Now, they could treat you like gold if that's just how they've been conditioned to treat people in dating. But just remember, 
that how they start off treating you is a conditioning from how they've treated people in the past. Because why? Because that's what works. Everything is habitual right now. Everything's habitual. This is what has worked for them. This is how they've gotten to know people. This is how they relate to people. This is what they like. So you have to make sure that if you are not okay or comfortable with the way that they're showing you attention, that you have to express those boundaries. Nothing is personal. Nothing. Especially not in this part. Not in the very, very beginning when you're just meeting someone. And this doesn't mean that on the first date, you're like, let me tell you what my boundaries are. Okay, don't do this and don't do that. Because it's like such a turnoff. You can express your boundaries in a very attractive way. Approach it with curiosity. Ask the other person, what are they into? What are they interested in? What do you like to do? What's an experience for a safe word for you? Really? What have your experiences been like? Mmm, right? And be genuinely interested. If you approach it with judgment and negative emotion, it's not going to be received very well. If you ask someone, oh, so what are you into? And they're like, oh, I don't know, like being with clowns. <laughs> and you're like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? They're going to like freeze up, right? And I'm like, wait, you have a clown fetish? Did I hear that right? Oh my God, you are a weirdo. Don't do that. Just say, keep it in your mind. Okay, keep it in your mind. Okay. Really? What about that interests you? What about that? You know, what do you like about that? Just, (laughs) I know. People are going to say some things and they may not even really tell you. They won't tell you up front exactly what they really want to say. They'll give you a little taste. Show genuine curiosity. Naturally, they're going to ask you, so what are you into? They want to know, right? That's when you say, you know, I'm just really into this and that and that because this is what makes me feel really good. This is how I really get into certain things. When you approach it that way, that makes the person say, oh, okay. And it's not this uncomfortable, harsh, back off, buddy. Like it's not like that, right? And if you find that through that conversation that your values don't align, then you know that it's not a match and you just keep it moving. So those are ways that you can kind of express those boundaries without being like, this is my boundary. (laughs) Because here's the thing, listen, if you approach setting your boundaries with saying, this is my boundary, then you seem very out of control. It seems like boundaries are new, like you don't really understand what boundaries mean. So it's all, you know, it's all in the way that you approach things. Now I'm going to share a quick story with you. Now you tell me what you think of this. So I started dating this guy for a very short amount of time. And we were just chilling on his couch, you know, just relaxing. And out of nowhere, he just put his hands around my throat. And I was like, oh, don't do that, you know? And he's like, oh, what? And I was like, don't, that makes me uncomfortable. Please don't do that. I'm expressing my boundary. And then he goes, were you abused? 
And I said, no, no, I just don't. It makes me uncomfortable. That's a very vulnerable area. Don't touch that. That I don't like the feeling. It just doesn't make me feel comfortable. So then he's like, oh. And then he proceeds to put his hand on my throat again. I said, I said, don't do that. Stop. And he's like, why can't you just let me do that? I said, because it makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't like it. I can even look at your face and you look evil right now. Like, stop. And he's like, but if you love me, if you like me the way you say you like me, then you would let me do it. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. You have to respect me. Now, if I were someone that had a really low value system, really low self-esteem, get easily manipulated, I could see how someone would fall into a trap of being violated and not really understand that they're being violated. But for me, that was an immediate alert. I'm like, whoa, you know. And I learned that because no one's ever done that to me, ever. I've never received any of that energy before. So I'm like, ooh, like, no, like, I don't like that. You know, that's not comfortable for me. To somebody else, maybe they are into that kind of thing, but that feels uncomfortable for me. So that's an example of expressing your boundary. And sometimes you have to be firm with people. Sometimes you're not going to be able to say, Hey, so, you know, I'm not really into that kind of thing. No, sometimes you have to say, hey, whoa, stop. No, that's not cool. I don't like that. You know, depending on how violating they may be. And again, always remember this. If you didn't listen to the first episode, please listen to the first episode of Understanding Your Boundaries. It will teach you everything you really, really need to know. But remember this. People that have an issue with violating boundaries have a weak boundary system themselves. The brain does not signal to them when to stop. So it's not always a mental issue, not saying that, but maybe they haven't practiced or learned how to have proper boundary systems within themselves. You may find that people who violate boundaries are also having a synonymous relationship within their personal life of showing that they don't even value their own boundaries. They may have money issues. They may struggle with consistency. They may not have proper discipline. All those things, okay, remember that. That will teach you to not victimize yourself. Don't victimize yourself. Don't take it personally if someone violates your boundary. This is a personal issue with them. It becomes a personal issue for you when you don't set those boundaries and remove yourself. Now it becomes this common wavelength. So you have to remove yourself when you notice those behaviors. This is not someone that's going to be trustworthy. They can't be trusted because they don't value boundaries. They haven't processed boundaries for themselves, right? They can't even trust themselves. Why would you put trust into that type of person? So remember that. Okay, moving on, moving on. So then the next uh, one that I want to cover is family and friends. Now this is a big one. And a lot of times the biggest thing that comes up with family and friends is like your space, you know, like your personal space and maybe some of your choices that you make in life. 
your healthy lifestyle choices. Sometimes you may have family or friends that they feel entitled because they're so close to you that they can just come in and do whatever they want. They could take advantage of your time. They could take advantage of your home. They can just come in, take what they want. Oh, you don't need that. I'm coming over. I don't care about this. I'm your mother. I'm your father. I'm your sister. I'm your brother. I'm your cousin. I'm your aunt. I'm your uncle. I'm your best friend. Let me take advantage of you. (laughs) No. Okay. Just because they are a family member or a friend, they still have to value your boundaries. A lot of times this can be tricky because it's like, yes, I'm so close to this person. I'm so bonded to this person. This person knows everything about me. They know, you know, when I wasn't setting healthy boundaries that they might try to, you know, take advantage. And also your material items, right? They might ask to borrow something all the time. Hey, can I borrow this from you? Can I borrow that from you? So it's like, no, you have to stop. You have to put a boundary on certain things. Not everything can just be given away just because it's a family and friend. And then last but not least, strangers. Okay, strangers, this is like proximity. This often comes up. When people you don't know are like coming in close, they're like, hey, how you doing? It's like, whoa, whoa, (laughs) back up. Thankfully, we have, you know, some things in place where it's a little easier to enforce that boundary. It's like, whoa, excuse me, you know, back up. Don't want you that close to me, whatever. Um, But it's also important that, you know, in this day and age, especially with social media, people that don't know you, can form a mental relationship with you through social media, through watching you, through following you, through talking to you online, and they can cross some boundaries. I had this experience too. I've had lots of experiences with people violating my boundaries, which is great because I could talk about it (laughs) a lot. And a lot of times women just struggle with this issue with men violating their boundaries just because of the nature of it. But I had this man, I had never met him before in my life. And I went into a store on my work break. I was in there and I was just shopping and he was like, Lindsay. And I looked around, I didn't see anybody I knew. So I kept walking. He's like, Hey, Lindsay. And he was like, this man was waving at me. And I was like, hi, do I know you? And he's like, yeah, it's me, John. I follow you on Facebook. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Hi, nice to meet you. He's like, yeah, mm -hmm. how you doing? And I was just like, what the hell? Like, I don't, sir, I don't know you, right? I don't know you. And then it got to be kind of creepy because he started popping up like several times I would run into him and it got, it was really uncomfortable for me because I really didn't like that. And then he started to contact me more and he's like, Hey, can I take you out? Hey, can we go do this? Hey, uh, can I get your number? Hey. And I was like, Whoa, dude, like I said, no, I'm not really interested. And maybe I didn't give a strong enough response, but 
I just had to block him because I was like, I'm just, this is too much for me. This man is really creeping me out. So, you know, if you're a stranger, I get it. You see somebody that in your mind you've built some type of relationship with and, you know, maybe it's a celebrity or influencer, you feel connected to them, please give them their space. You know, it's uncomfortable because you're building a relationship with them, but they're not building a relationship with you. So there's not that common bond that's there and vice versa, right? If you have strangers following you on social media, please, please be careful about the information you share. Do not share where you are located, your home. Don't share any of your personal information online. None of that. Okay. You may run into strangers, you know, and passing by, you know, might run into some creeps following you, all that kind of stuff. Listen to your intuition, follow your discernment. If something doesn't feel right, get to a place of safety because there are some Looney Tunes out here and I don't want any of my love tribe being, you know, messed with because I can't come and protect you. Okay. I wish I could, but I can't babies. So please protect yourself. Please. This is your responsibility. Okay. All right. Let's take a quick break. We've been talking for a little bit. Take a quick break. Maybe jot down some notes of, you know, what you've taken away so far. And we'll be right back after this message. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And now we're going to focus on the latter portion of your physical boundaries. So what do you say when somebody's kind of creeping in on your physical boundaries? You can say things like, I'm feeling X, Y, and Z. Maybe I'm feeling uncomfortable or I'm feeling sick, or I'm feeling tired, or I'm feeling hungry. Say what you're feeling. The honest feeling that you're feeling, say that. And then say, I need. So I'm feeling this, and I need that. I'm feeling really tired right now, and I really need a nap. Can I get back to you at a later time? I'm feeling really tired right now and I really need some time to myself to process more information. Can I get back to you later? I'm feeling really upset right now and I need for you to just back off a little bit while I get myself together. Whatever it is that you're feeling, state that and then what you need. I'm feeling uncomfortable. I need more space. Okay, thank you. So you can say those things or, again, openly express your preferences, what your boundaries are, what you like, what you don't like, what makes you feel uncomfortable. Be comfortable and secure in sharing that. Now, how can you commit to these physical boundaries? Continue to commit to yourself by staying consistent. 
Set the example. So if you want someone to relate to you a certain way, relate to them the way you want them to relate to you. Express yourself and your feelings, right? Like we said before, express yourself. Don't be afraid to speak your truth. That's something I struggled with for a long, long time. I just now started to feel more comfortable to communicate my truth and what I was feeling. I would say how I felt, but maybe it wouldn't be in the strongest way or it would be like, a, uh, no, yeah, no, I'm not, you know, anything like that. I would just kind of down it a little bit because I just was fearful of that confrontation. But then once I learned that it makes you more attractive, it's like, oh no, not interested in that. Thank you. (laughs) You know, prepare and prioritize. Now here's something that really helps me to keep in mind. When it comes to prioritizing things, I want you to take three steps. One, what is your desired outcome? What is the desired outcome for what you're wanting to achieve by prioritizing a certain value? Two, preparing for the outcome. How are you preparing for that? If you're saying, yes, I'm prioritizing my health. Cool. My goal is I want to get in shape. Awesome. How are you preparing for that? I'm preparing for that because I am buying workout clothes. I'm buying healthy food. Cool. Third, How are you positioning yourself? How are you positioning yourself to meet that desired outcome? Mm, A lot of times we get stuck at the preparing stage. So that goes the same way for all of these examples. The more that you determine what your outcome is, whenever you're setting these boundaries, what are you trying to achieve by setting these boundaries? Continue to prepare. When you prepare, you build a relationship for it. You're connecting with it. Position yourself in the sense of either not receiving that violation or position yourself for achieving the outcome. If you say that you value being respected and being seen as conservative, all right, cool. Are you positioning yourself in such a way that you are receiving that type of perspective of being conservative? Or are you dressing in a way that is not conservative? Not saying you should be conservative. This is all just examples. Are you positioning yourself in that way? That's how you're showing up. Positioning is how you show up. Positioning is how you attract. We always hear that quote, I don't chase, I attract. If you don't chase, which I don't suggest you do, how are you attracting if nobody sees you? How are you attracting if you're not putting yourself in the place of the things you want to attract? Then if you need it, don't give it. If you need a material item and someone asks to borrow it, I'm sorry, I need it. I can't give it to you. Go buy it yourself, you freeloader, right? Don't give it away if you need it. And if you do give, give without expectations. Don't expect someone to give it back. That's the best way to give. 
I'm not saying you should give and then say, oh, I'm giving away all my stuff and I shouldn't expect it back. No, if you expect to receive it, then that means don't give it. So only give something that has not as much of a value to you that if they don't return it back, then it's okay. But if you need that back, mm -mm, do not give it away. Don't give it, don't give it. If you're gonna be upset if it comes back broken or lost or stolen or late, that's not give it. That's something that we value. We don't wanna give it away, okay? We shouldn't be sharing any valuable items. So those are all ways that we can help to commit to our physical boundaries. Now, what are some examples of violations to our physical boundaries? Going back to the material items, if they're overborrowed, right? If someone uses them too much, like, oh, can I use that again? Oh, can I use that again? Oh, can I use that again? No, I let you use it one time, that's it. So just a little air precaution, don't even let them use it once, okay? They'll never return it. I've given stuff to people and I never got it back, okay? Another violation is if they use it to manipulate you, they take one of your items. I'll give it back to you if you do X, Y, and Z. So just keeping in mind, if they're using something just to manipulate you, if it's stolen or if it's destroyed, if someone steals your things or they destroy your things, this happened to me. Sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it's unintentional. It doesn't change the fact that it's a violation. It's still a violation even if things are unintentional, remember that. So it doesn't negate the fact that you can still feel upset. You should still feel upset because you've been violated. Inappropriate touch. So if someone's touching you inappropriately, obviously that's a violation. Understand that, know that Even if they're inappropriate, but then they follow up with some other thing. No, you focus on the violation. It's a violation. Don't listen to anything else they say. If they touch you inappropriately, listen to that. If they enter your area without permission. So somebody just comes in, hey, yeah, so I need this and this and this and that. Um, excuse me, you have to knock. Okay, you can't just come in. You can't just pop up at my house without asking. Okay, that's a violation. Touching things without your permission. Nope, I didn't give you permission to touch that, okay? Now, if we've already set the understanding in the beginning, yeah, my stuff is your stuff at school, don't worry about it, then, right, there's no reason we need to be upset because we told them that it's okay. So that's the other thing to keep in mind. If it's really not okay, don't say it's okay. Don't say it's okay because we don't wanna hurt someone's feelings. Really, seriously, set boundaries around it. Adding pressure after receiving feedback. So let's say you've expressed your boundary. I'm like, oh, come on, just do it. You can do it, come on. Let's say you've chosen a lifestyle to not drink. And they're like, oh, just drink, just drink, just one drink, come on. Violation, violation of boundaries. And... Denial of your needs. If you express to someone, such as, you know, maybe you're hiking or you're walking and it's a long walk 
and you're like, oh my gosh, I just need a minute. I need to breathe. I need to sit down for a minute. I'm just feeling really uncomfortable. And they tell you, no, uh-uh, get up, keep walking. Violation. That's a violation of your boundaries. When you take the time to express your needs and someone doesn't acknowledge that and they don't support that and get you the care or need that you need, that's a violation of your boundaries. So these are all things to remember and keep in mind. And when I thought about all of this, I was like, oh my gosh, that's why I felt upset. And then people will tell you at times, maybe they have done some of these violations and you express that you're upset or you're bothered. And what do they do? Then they start saying, oh, you're so sensitive. I didn't mean anything by it. It's just a joke. Guess what that's feeding into? Violating your emotional boundaries. Bam, bam, double whammy. Now they're violating you two times. This person has to go. Okay, they have to go. We will talk about emotional boundaries up next, so definitely stay tuned for that. But how do you guys feel? This is a lot. It's a lot. Oh my gosh. I feel like I need to hire someone to do these boundaries for me because it's a lot to do all of this yourself, you know, to constantly be protecting all of these things. That's a lot of energy. But I believe if you can master that, trust me, you will earn and receive that powerful respect. And it won't feel so difficult. But know that if you have a violator of boundaries, then they need to go. Right? I tell you guys all the time, you know, distance yourself, cut people off. If they're toxic, this is an example of toxicity. This is an example of toxic energy because they're violators of boundaries. And guess what else? You're helping them. If they struggle with having boundaries, then you're only making them worse by keeping them around, by feeding into them, taking advantage of you, by going along with what they say. You're actually enabling them and you're contributing to their own internal boundary issue. When you pull away, when you remove yourself, when you express, "Uh uh-uh, no, not cool, then they understand, oh gosh, you know, they lost something. There's a consequence for their action. Consequences are a beautiful thing. They let us know that we shouldn't do something. It teaches us things. I don't know why, but for some reason, we have this idea that we shouldn't have consequences. I should say what I want. I should do whatever I want. I can do this. I can do that. I'm a, an adult. I can do whatever I want. Guess what? You can do whatever you want, but for every action has a consequence. For every action has a reaction. For every action has an outcome, right? So when I see people that do all these things of violating people's boundaries and then (laughs) they receive the consequence for their action 
they're like trying to get out of it or they're like, you know, then they try to protect their ego by either victimizing themselves or, you know, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. It's a mess. Sometimes people don't realize they're violating your boundaries, but it's important for you to give them that feedback so that they know that they are. It only teaches them to be better people, better people to you, better people to others and better people to themselves. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Definitely stay tuned for more. And remember, we are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for tuning in. This is Heart Blend Podcast.